Did you ever wonder? Did you ever wonder? I do. Did you ever wonder why the sun always rises, but the stars never fall, why dry land is never satisfied by water, and why fire never says enough? Today on Bible Wonders, I want to wonder with you a minute about the word teach. So if you listen to my show Saturday, which there's a podcast there about the Great Commission, you may remember uh, that passage in Matthew 28 where Jesus talks about go and teach the nations, teaching them. And so that word's mentioned a couple different times. And so the Hebrew version of that is what I wanted to talk about today, which is really, really just this beautiful picture in and of itself. So to make up the word, and again, I, I love the Hebrew, which just points things to me that are absolutely beautiful. So the word to teach in Hebrew was called yara, uh, if you were to say that in Hebrew. And the first letter is a yud, and the second letter is a resh, and, and the third letter is a hey. And the way you pick those up together, mix them together to get this idea of teach is more than beautiful. So when you think of the word seed, in other words, when, when you're going to teach something, you want to put it in good soil, you know, as Jesus taught with the parable of the sowers. And so this is so much about that in teaching is that you're sowing seeds. And again, the, the best possible seeds you could sow would be those seeds of light, of, of the God seeds, as if, if, you're, if you're tracking with me, that are all in the Bible no matter where you go. So when you're going to teach, if you teach of God, I mean, that's the best seeds you could possibly sow, and thus you have the yud. And that yud we've talked about many, many times is like the little that means a lot, just a little dot that you first put on the page, but it really is God that had to shrink himself way down in order to make a finite universe. And the idea of that yud quite often is it's a seed and it's a God spark. I mean, this is where you're going to start if you want to teach something. And if you've ever been <laughs> taught by somebody who didn't have any spark, you, you know that this is a requirement as far as teaching. <laughs> they got to have an enthusiasm. they got to know the material themselves and have been caught on fire by that spark in, in order to teach it. So that's the yud. It's the first letter in, the, in the, what we get to mix together. The second letter is a resh. And that resh like the Dalit that we've talked about before, we talked about in the show yesterday, it's a bent over kind of letter. It's a line that's bent over. But the idea of the resh is very much connected to the idea of head. And in fact, the word head starts with a resh, or the Holy Spirit starts, or ach, starts with a resh. Because the idea is that we're going to have to, in order to teach something we have to lower our head, in other words, lower our intellect to be able to deliver it to an audience that doesn't know what we're already talking about, right? You know what you're talking about because you've already learned it. But now we need to bend over to be able to teach this at a level that people can understand that. And God certainly taught me that as I work with special needs um, kids every, well, they're not kids, they're adults, um, every week in the Sunday school class that I teach at Calvary. You know, the first thing I ever had to teach was this idea of the fifth commandment, you know, honor your father and mother. And so when you think, well, how am I going to teach this to people who can't speak? How am I going to teach it to people that don't reason the same way that I reason? 
And so I prayed and prayed about that, and God showed me how to bend my head down to go, okay, if you want to teach honor, get down on your knee. And so I spent a lot of time that very first class teaching the idea of what the parents were, and then I said we need to honor them, and the way that we do that is we get down on one knee. And honestly, when people were you know, punching the air and looking out the window, I, I didn't think I taught anything. <laughs> At the end of the class, when the parents started to show up and the students began to kneel and the parents asked what was going on and the other teacher said, well, Robbie taught about honor your father and mother today and they're honoring you, then the tears started and I could see that, oh my goodness, that the spark had gotten transferred because I'd lowered my intellect in order to be able to show something that people didn't know what I was talking about would know about. So the third letter after the race that we're going to lower our intellect to deliver this spirit, so to speak, because we know it's rock, is the letter hey. And the letter hey is made up interestingly, of a Dalit, which is that poor person, and then another Yud. And the idea behind the hey, it means to express. It means to say, hey, <laughs> that's what it means. But when you see it in this context, it's very, very neat because we talked about in the Christian Car Guys show how the Dalit is actually the poor person, the one that's poor in spirit, and the Gimel is running to deliver them this God spark. Well, when you put the God spark in the Dalit, it looks like a hay. So once you've ingested that God spark, you as a poor person have now become a hay. And so you want to express what it is that you have been taught. And that comes to you in letter form, in the letter form of a hay, because it's a Dalit with a Yud down there in the left-hand column that, that has been ingested by the student. And when a student can go teach, you know, we've now completed the cycle of the gimel that ran with that little seed, right? That, that God spark over to the Dalit, gave it to him, the Dalit ingested it, and now you got a hay. And so as I sit here and wonder about this, I could just look at this word for a long time and think how God just blows me away with the whole idea of yara, which means go like the Great Commission and teach. Do you ever wonder? Did you